How's everybody doing? It's Aaron and Nicole. This is Dude That's Fucked Up, the podcast. Hi. Hi. <laughs> it's a podcast. <laughs> it simultaneously, like, that was like the most vocal fry, and also it sounded like you were pooping at the same time. So oh, I was like, Well, I did just poop because I had diarrhea, oh. but. Oh, cool. <laughs> Hi. Welcome, new listeners. <laughs> I don't know. Look, people get diarrhea, okay? You want me to censor myself? Yeah. I mean, what is this is a human being you're human beings you're talking to. <laughs> a human or, or, young. <laughs> I guess you're not talking to us. Yeah, I don't fucking know. Who cares? Yeah, who's talking? Anyway. Yeah, who's talking? Yeah. Um, what's up? How how is everybody? I hope you're doing okay. Re- real free? <sighs> What? I, hope, I hope everyone's real free, diarrhea free. Oh, <laughs> like real, real free. What is real free? Rhea free. Oh, but you know when you're feeling like diarrhea. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. For real. <laughs> Dia for real. Oh God. Okay. Well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. I um. I, I hope everybody is has, you know, solid everything right now. Mm-hmm. Like your life is solid. Your shit is solid. Like everything's yeah. good. Um, well, we got a very creepy show for you. <laughs> oh, it's creepy. <laughs> so creepy. Uh, it really is creepy, I think. Um, it is. Yeah. For a lot of reasons. Mm, mm-hmm. um, but before we get to that. Yeah. Do we have any business? Biz, biz. Okay. Um, I think we should say, hot off the presses, we now have a Patreon-only Discord. Mm-hmm. So, it's Patreon-exclusive. If you've been thinking exclusive. about... <laughs> exclusive. Exclusive. Um, if you've been thinking about joining Patreon, but you're like, I don't know, listen, now we have an extra offering for you in addition to the extra content that we produce every week. I mean, every month. Um, Not weekly. That would be... So much. much work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, you guys would be like, "God, shut the fuck God. up!" Yeah, uh, we've heard enough. Calm down. Yeah, yeah. Can we pay you to shut the fuck up? Yeah. Um, I bet somebody would. <laughs> <laughs> we could just start advertising on like Joe Rogan's podcast to like pay us to shut up. I feel like that'd be like a very subversive and successful a campaign. Yeah, but like very anti what we're everything yeah, yeah, we yeah, yeah, yeah. stand for. So mm. totally. We we could donate the money or something. We're not gonna do but that. But also anyway. <laughs> getting idiots to give me like money would be very cool. I yeah. Don't know. Like yeah, just oh god. Like Joe Rogan adherence. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you. I know. <laughs> give me uh, money. <laughs> Joe Rogan sucks. I almost wore my t shirt that says mm. Joe Rogan sucks, but you can't see it anyway. So oh, yeah. um oh but anyway. okay. We have a Discord. We'll cut all that up. Yeah. No, no. It's very funny. Uh, okay. We just leave it in. We don't care. Mm. Um, but we do have a Discord. And uh, if we're going to cut anything out, it's the diarrhea stuff. Okay. <laughs> we have a Discord. <laughs> but really, it's none of it. We're leaving it all. Yeah, yeah. we're leaving it all. Okay. <laughs> DVD. Okay. But really, um, let me just... Uh, quiet my phone because our discord's really blowing up right now and i have hey. not i I haven't like fine-tuned it to yeah. um anyway it's already very active and fun it's a community if you're a patron 
of the podcast, not only do you get additional content every month, but you get access to the Discord, which is basically like if you're familiar with Slack, it's like that. Um, it's a lot of just like text channels. It's kind of like a bunch of group chats and they're organized by like topics and there's audio chats that you can potentially join down the road, um, you know, once we figured out how to like what to offer, I guess. Yeah, like how to chat. get the, mo- the most out of the the platform. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah it's it's there's lots of possibilities uh, yes. for for getting more active on there I think so it's, yeah but so far very fun we have like a channel with like uh that's specifically for posting uh pictures of your pets and babies and stuff in, so. and selfies and yeah selfies, maybe like yeah. what you're mm-hmm. eating whatever it's just mm-hmm. like for pictures and hanging mm-hmm. out yeah um and we have a channel for like uh the podcast each week we have a channel for just general stuff we have a channel for like things that are on your mind that have to do with like cults and crimes and Mm -hmm. like it's just a whole lot of fun so Mm -hmm. definitely if you've been on the fence uh that would that's an additional benefit to you so maybe check that out um also i did want to say for the other biz just wanted to make sure to thank the listener who pitched us today's topic because that was Mm. a listener um topic from our facebook group like when you come into the facebook group you have to answer questions so we know you're not a creepy weirdo and um, i mean you could be a creepy weirdo and still answer the questions and we actually love you but like yeah we're making sure you're the right type of creepy weirdo that we that like vibes (laughs) with us and that you're not like an incel creepy weirdo or like you Mm. know what like just like one that's like anti everything that we stand for Mm-hmm. So, today's topic donated by <laughs> someone. <laughs> brought to you by a DTFU <laughs> listener. Yeah, brought to you by the DTFU Facebook group. It's very yeah. fun. Come and join it. Yeah. Um, and I also wanted to shout out. I think Skull and Bones, the Skull and Boner episode we did, was also a listener suggestion. Hmm. Um. And multiple people have actually asked for secret societies. So just want to let everyone know, again, we take your comments and your emails um, that where you're pitching us. Like, we take those seriously. We add them into our business Slack. Mm-hmm. And uh, we keep track of all of them. And then as, like, we're each week, we're, like, or, you know, we're planning for content. We're, like, what have we, we done in a while? And then we look back and yeah that's we how we decide a lot of our ideas from our listeners so yeah uh, thank you so much uh, thank you because you know we we have original ideas for things that we want to do a lot but like also we just are like what do the people want you know what do the people really want us to talk about so mm-hmm. it's cold mostly yeah yeah yeah. encrypted yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um also i'm yeah. just gonna say patreon.com slash dtfu podcast mm, mm-hmm. to edit in before where we talked about it okay yeah 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 that's important um <laughs> great love that love that biz that's great biz yeah uh, good biz. do we have anything fucked up this week i do but mine's kind of a segue into the topic if you want if you have something fucked up i don't i'm i'm smooth sailing this week so Ooh, okay I want to hear yours. Okay. Well, mine is fucked up because it's specific to a current show that's really fucked up. It it mm. just had its finale, but 
If you're watching Yellow Jackets, which is a show on mm-hmm. Showtime with Melanie Linsky, uh, Juliette Lewis, um, uh, uh, Christina Ricci, mm. it's very good. Um, and some other great actors that I, I don't know their real names, but the acting is superb. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're watching that, oh, and I wrote in the notes, a.k.a. So it's called Yellow Jackets, a.k.a. Cannibal City Population High School Girls Soccer Team, <laughs> um, which will be relevant in a second. Please check out the podcast Blood Hive. I was just a guest on the third episode. It's a recap <gasps> podcast of the show. It was so funny. Um, I was on, obviously, with the host and then a- another comedian who, like, they both have so many credits with, like, comedy and writing. And, like, I felt very inadequate. But I still was like, let me insert myself and ask the hard-hitting questions, which were obviously about people eating people. Obviously, people eating people. <laughs> yeah. And uh, – Like, what part of the people would you eat? You know, like, those are very important questions. I legit was like, <laughs> I don't know if y'all uh, know this, and I'm assuming you don't, but how long until, like, people meet goes bad? Like <laughs> – Let's say we all were in a car act or like a. a What's the best by date <laughs> on a human calf? Like- yeah, yeah. And the host kept calling it girl jerky, and I oh. died. It- <laughs> God damn it! I know, I know. That's also, another name for my labia. So. I know. I wanted to say. I wanted to be like. Oh, yeah, yeah. You did say that. Yeah. Like- I said it to you, but I felt I was like, I don't want to say it to them. Like, is it shame shaming women and their bodies if I say No, if you that- say it's your name for oh, your Oh, Yes, labia, yes, yes. Okay. Then, you know. It, that's what I was thinking of. Well, I stole your joke. Fuck me. Oh my God. No, Rude. it's great. No, you didn't. <laughs> it is I mean, a labia. There's no other way. I'm sure they talked about it like on I'm previous sure. episodes because she'd already recorded a few at that point and yeah, yeah, it's so funny. Anyway, oh my god, check everybody it out. Listen to that. What it's is called it called? Blood again? Hive, and it's the third episode of Blood Hive. And I was the guest on the third episode. Yeah, so and it was so funny and so fun and it, like, I think we talked for two hours. It flew by. Anyway, it, we Amazing. talk about the show in depth. So if you haven't watched it yet and you don't want spoilers, wait to listen. But if you are already past episode three of this show, uh, Yellow Jackets, it's. So great. P.S. Huge plug for that show because it is 90s nostalgia and mm. it is everything. So I need to I need to watch it. I don't have Showtime, though. So I have literally every single streaming, like everything except for Showtime for some reason. You could probably re- rent them individually or something. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, yeah, because I remember when the promo for that came out, I was like, this is a show that was made for me, so yes. I must watch it. It is yeah. made for us a, a thousand percent. It is especially like, since I played high school soccer. And yes, I know. I thought of you when I was first started watching it. Not into cannibalism in high school, but, you know, I was well, like a weirdo. So but who's to say <laughs> if you wouldn't have been if the circumstances called for it? And that's what we're doing here today, that's right? That's true. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, today we have a, a cannibal adjacent topic. A uh, very good segue from yellow jackets and people eating people. Um, <laughs> people, people eating people. Um, <laughs> uh, we're but we're talking about a, a creature, somewhat a creature today, I guess. Um, 
is it's it's mythology it's folklore it's um scary we're talking about a windigo oh. or windigo as some people pronounce it oh windigo 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 a windigo it's- sounds like a resort in the bahamas mm-hmm. like <laughs> come down to the bahamas and enjoy the windigo resort <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Windigo. <laughs> where all of your dreams come true. Um, Windigo, well, I get... adults only. Yeah. <laughs> resort. Fuck sandals. <laughs> Windigo. An all access, all hours buffet of people. No, we'll get into that. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, this is a, a, a mythological creature mm-hmm. or evil spirit. Mm-hmm. Um or it could even be a concept um, that originates from folklore of uh, First Nations people based in and around the East Coast mm. and forests of Canada, the Great Plains region of the United States, and the Great Lakes region of the United States and Canada. Um, it's the Algonquian family languages first people. Like those are, that's like the all the tribes that are like in that area. Mm. Um, they're these these tribes uh use like the same name and have like the same kind of like kind of loosely connected folklore around this creature um they have different maybe different pronunciations for it but it's like generally the same like folklore of the windigo or the windigo um and it's often said to be a malevolent spirit, uh, which is sometimes depicted as a creature with human-like characteristics, oh. which possesses human beings, which is very creepy. Oh. Um, it's also known to invoke feelings, and this is where we get into cannibalism, of insatiable greed and or hunger. Um, like greed in the like, you know, conceptual sense, but also hunger in the literal sense. Mm. Um as well as the desire to cannibalize other humans, as well as the propensity to commit murder in those that fall under its influence. Very bad yeah. spirit. Very bad vibes. I feel like murder's a given if you're cannibalizing others. Unless you're just like waiting for somebody to like Oh, to die, die and or then something. Eat them. Yeah. Or you eat them alive. Mm, like a like a zombie kind of situation yeah but I feel Mm. like that's a lot of work well that's kind of what this reminds me of because there are some stories which we'll talk about later there's one specifically that I'm thinking of where it's the way that it sounds like it went is like people were like grabbing others and just biting and eating them like it's it's very scary like oh my god so like this like People believe this is happening to them when they're going through something. Yeah. Like there is like documented like, uh, I guess, examples of this uh, possession by a Wendigo, uh, which I don't know if we'll get to that. But yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's creepy as fuck either way. Um, yeah. So uh, another kind of way that it's explained in folklore is that it's uh, it, it's just like playing the role of a boogeyman or a monster, like in general, kind of like a, um, I don't know, like a troll, but not, I don't know, like worse. Oh, almost. Okay. 
like in in stories it's just like a, a general generalized like oh. monster or boogeyman oh yes i see okay it's like you know the generic brand of boogeyman yeah but also as a concept it's like also possess it could also possess you like yeah like a like i guess if you want to think of it in the catholic sense i don't know yes 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 um what are what are those things in Harry Potter? Mm. A dementor. A dementor, yeah. Like mm-hmm. kinda like they just come in and take hold. Yeah, but they like suck your soul and just make you feel oh. like depressed and terrible and well eventually I'd kill feel you. Feel depressed and terrible if I was eating people, so True. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe you'd be psyched. I don't know. Or maybe, yeah. Maybe it, like, maybe that's the, like, benefit of the Wendigo. It, like, makes you feel good about it. You know, it's, like, you feel yeah. super hyped up and, and you're just, like, happy that it. that's a trade-off. It's, like, yeah, you're, you're going to eat people, but you're going to feel great. Like, the best you've ever felt. You're just singing Hungry Like the Wolf, like, <laughs> everywhere you go. And I'm hungry like the wolf. Windigo. I don't know. I'd be like, she's a man eater. Oh, here oh, she comes. Here she comes. <laughs> I mean, you could have a playlist oh, for yeah. this if you want. Um, <laughs> we should make one. Honestly, I'll make one. Okay, yeah. yeah. The, Aaron's the, gonna make the win- a <laughs> the Windigo playlist. Yeah. yeah, the Windigo playlist. I love it. It's gonna fucking bop, dude. Oh, so many bops about eating Sha- people. <laughs> <laughs> what's the Shakira one oh. about the wolf? She's a she wolf. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's funny because. With the Wendigo, there is this was already like an established folklore of the like of the tribes in this area, mm-hmm. uh, like in the Great Lakes area, the, the Algonquian like family of of languages of tribes mm-hmm. uh, for very obviously long time. But um, when Europeans came, obviously like they are like, oh, what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> and that's like they kind of muddled up that the. <laughs> the wendigo folklore with their idea of the of the werewolf so there is some like kind of overlapping you know okay i was curious because when you look at depictions like of the wendigo they run the gamut there's like different Mm -hmm. variations of it and i was like i don't know which one of these is right Uh, so yeah well the there is it i guess it is supposed to look like um well just just to finish up the the last kind of like uh dis- the cultural description of it is um like in Chippewa mythology people who commit sins like sins in the sense of just like a, a cultural taboo and not like again in the c- catholic sense but uh yeah. like selfishness gluttony or cannibalism mm-hmm. they're turned into a wendigo as punishment so like they kind of oh. get zombified or like ostracized and then turned into this like other cre- other like inhuman kind of creature. Any um, sins? Well, really bad ones, I guess. Like where they're like, you know, murder. Selfish, but, though. Man, we'd have a lot of Wendigos. Well, if you think about it, in in a community based, you know, kind of. Uh, you know culture where it's like everybody's you know everything that you do is like for the benefit of each other uh like that is a very ultimate sin because you're ultimately taking away from everybody else if you 
are selfish. Like we have a very different idea of what selfishness means and like how bad it is because of our like individualistic, you society. know, American values and yeah, society. Yeah, yeah that's so. true. But if you're if your selfishness can literally lead to like a life or death situation for members of your community, then and that's like the built in fucking value system, then it's really bad. Yeah. So, um, that's fair. Anyway. Yeah. It, it is like very much based, though, in like these like the, the idea of like it being covered in ice or its heart being made of ice and mm. then like the chill coming and you know it's all very much like comes from a very cold place literally so yeah um and in a lot of like hollywood or pop culture uh representations kind of make it like a a human beast hybrid with antlers or horns Mm. um but that is not how it's depicted or described in indigenous stories okay that's what i saw where it has yeah. horns and stuff, but that's something yeah. Hollywood's done. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then in a few of the legends, a human has been successfully rescued from the heart of the Wendigo, but oh. usually, like I said, once the person has been possessed by the the either the spirit or the being, um, it's on, the only escape is death. Ugh. So, yeah. Do Wendigos eat people? I mean, we I guess know. I guess you could say that it eats your soul. Okay. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Interesting. It's very it's very scary. Um my first introduction to a Wendigo was in this book here. Oh. <gasps> scary yeah. stories to tell in the dark. There is a By Alvin Schwartz. Yep, by Alvin Schwartz. Uh, drawings by Stephen Gamble. The Ugh. scariest fucking shits you've ever seen. Oh my god! Um, and there's a there's a story called the Windigo. Oh my it. god! Yeah, and it's very creepy. Like there's the oh, the, I remember know, that. And, and it's about a hunter who takes like a a Native American or a um, yeah, like a Native American guide out with him to hunt, and his guide gets taken by the Windigo <gasps> oh. in the middle of the night. Whoa. And the end of it is very creepy. It says, <clears throat> I'm just going to read it real quick. Okay. A few days later, the hunter was at the trading post again. An Indian came in and sat by the fire. He had a blanket wrapped around him and he wore his hat so that you couldn't see his face. The hunter thought there was something familiar about him. He walked over and he asked, are you DeFago? The Indian didn't answer. Do you know anything about him? No answer. He began to wonder if something was wrong, if the man needed help, but he couldn't see his face. Are you all right? He asked. No answer. To get a look at him, he lifted the Indian's hat. Then he screamed. There was nothing under the hat but a pile of ashes. <laughs> ah! <laughs> uh, the end of the story. But like that shit was just like, I just remember reading that when I was a kid and being like, well, something's going to carry me off in the middle of the night when I go camping next time so yeah cool. so I'm not gonna go camping well I always did and I was always scared of a windigo when I was a little kid oh my goodness yeah <sighs> well well so this shit obviously I don't you know real or not there are people who have been diagnosed with what's called windigo psychosis oh my gosh um, this is the fascinating part to me because this is where mm -hmm. like the supernatural somehow 
skirts into science adjacent. Like, we're, it could be a real thing. It could not be a real thing. There's lots of studies about it and lots of papers written about it. But it's interesting to me how it, like, bridges the gap. Exactly. Because, I mean, just like with anything where your brain is somehow, I don't know, like it, this, it reminds me so much of, um, our episode we did on sleep paralysis. Oh, where like a big theme with sleep paralysis is people seeing like the like dark figure in the room or at the edge of their bed or like feeling, you know, having like audible hallucinations and like, you know, uh, uh, you know, just hallucinations in general. Yeah. Um, and it's so real because your brain is like in this state where you don't know like it's it's awake but not awake it's in yeah. this in between so what you're experiencing you know with your own eyes what you think you're experiencing with your own eyes is very real to you so yeah. who's to say what's real and what's not you know what i mean when your brain is like giving you all the signals that you I don't know. Well, that well, in that case, the brain has like the brain and the body are out of sync. So that's what's so scary, you know, because mm-hmm. it's like you're seeing something, but you also can't move. And it's hard like your chest feels heavy and like you're it's just like they're in two different kind of time zones, your brain and your body. Because but you don't know that. At but the you don't time. know that. You don't yeah. know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like what and then only later, like once you're kind of like coming out of it do you realize okay that was maybe sleep paralysis or maybe yeah Yeah. I don't know yeah so this is kind of in that same vein I think where people who experience that it's just like your brain is so powerful who is to say like there is no real or not real because if your brain is like giving you this experience like that's just what it is you know okay it's making me think of those like mega churches where they like like the pastor or whatever will come over and touch people on the forehead and they'll like faint Mm -hmm. those that's like people are like in some form of hysteria or like a trance or some or or something yeah yeah yeah. like they've worked themselves up like there's Mm -hmm. no this fucking man is not controlling he is Anything. not channeling God through, no, no. you know, his body. No. Yeah, but the people believe it and they've like worked themselves up into a situation where they're so they so believe it that like they will But pass it's like out. he is controlling that. You know what I mean? That's true. That's fucked up. But it's yeah. not what they think it is. Exactly. So Oh my god, that's true. So it's the same I don't know. It's like who's to say and who cares because the person experiencing it is experiencing it. So Yeah. Well, you got to care when people start eating people. That's true. Um, So (laughs) you're going to care one way or another. I mean, I'll tell you that right now. You're going to care if you're about to be eaten Mm -hmm. by people. (laughs) Well, so this is like a thing that in psychology like there's this is like a a a thing that happens i guess um in modern psychiatry the wendigo lends its name to a form of psychosis known as wendigo psychosis nailed the name thank you yeah which is (laughs) wendigo 
<laughs> no, not you. I mean, in, it's like Wendigo oh, oh, lends its oh. name to a form of psychosis. Wendigo psychosis. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Uh, they I nailed could not it. have guessed. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's characterized by symptoms such as an intense craving for human flesh and an intense fear of becoming a cannibal, which is usually prompted by prior famine cannibalism, but not exclusively. Like that, fuck, dude, that's that's some fucking gnarly if you've been in a situation where that is a previously experienced uh, scenario on your part, you know? Oh, my God. Um, Honestly, well, that could, this is yeah. Yellow Jackets. Yeah, 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 totally. Um, so it's, it's Wendigo psychosis is described as a culture bound syndrome, which it's in medicine and anthropology. It's like a culture specific situation where, or like a folk illness. Um, like there's, there's, you know, certain places in the world that are more secluded where like an entire town will have this thing happen that like nobody could really explain. Like it's culturally significant. Like Mm -hmm. in this case, it's very like tribal in terms of like certain regions of the continent. But Mm -hmm. but it could easily have just been something like like Ireland or some like they could have their own cultural psychosis or right like especially like like if there's been famine and cannibalism has been a a thing that people have resorted to that like it becomes a possibility that people see Mm. you know or they've experienced like watch people do it and Mm. you know what I mean and and, not necessarily taking part themselves but they've they've experienced this this shit and they've seen it with their own eyes and they've watched a person succumb to this you oh. know taboo yeah yeah that's yeah, like yeah. very traumatizing so um <sighs> yeah it's really fucked up yeah. um but so this specifically the wendigo uh psychosis it falls in this category of a of a culture bound syndrome mm-hmm. uh and that, I mean, again, going back to like the area that this is prevalent in, that where Wendigo folklore is from, yeah, it's very cold. People get snowbound all the time, and starvation is a very real was a very real thing, and still can be in certain rural places. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's um, a folk illness like I was saying, is is a combination of psychiatric and somatic symptoms that are considered to be a recognizable disease only within a specific society or culture. So, like, okay. that's that's what the definition of it is. Mm-hmm. That yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Because, well, I feel like this community, at the time when this was something that was, like, probably – I'm going to say, like, quote, unquote, more prominent. But I don't think this mm-hmm. was ever, like, super prominent or anything. But at a time when it was, there wasn't a lot of, uh, like, out-group socializing. It was all, like, very in-group. Like, the these people, like, indigenous people were in their own tribes and in, mm-hmm. on their own land and stuff. There wasn't a lot of, like, you know, like, melding yet with other like other people's cultures or and it, stuff. if if there was I mean so it was all they were all very related like the Algonquian like uh speaking 
uh, like language speaking like tribes. Yeah. We're all, they're all like somewhat related. I mean, there's like uh, the Potawatomi, the Chippewa, the, um, God, there's like, there's so many tribes. There's so many, but they're all related somehow. But in the winter specifically, they would get cut off from each other. Yeah. So this is why community is so important and why the the concept of, you know, being selfish, being gluttonous, being, you know, whatever the the these like quote unquote worst sins were that people associated with Wendigo possession were so fucking important because if you weren't doing your part in a society where you literally like I was saying, like anything that you did that was selfish or like fucked up to the rest of the group it was going to cause a life or death situation. So yeah, this yeah. is, if you were caught out doing something like this, you were like, it, it's almost like a, <laughs> like an out in some ways. Like, oh, you, it's not you. It's the Wendigo kind of thing. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. So. Interesting. Well, I guess I meant more like, maybe they all have a shared culture because of the language that they all share. But like as settlers were coming in, it wasn't mm. catching. Like it, this isn't something that was like that the Algonquian people were like, Oh no. And there's this thing. And then like white people, I guess were like, mm, we haven't heard of that. We haven't experienced that. You know what I mean? Like there wasn't, they weren't seeing that it didn't exist in other communities and other communities weren't catching it do you know what I mean yes there is a an instance of this happening with uh an outside group though. oh really yeah oh yeah. okay the this whole term this whole like idea of a culture bound syndrome is is like a real thing though and it's included in the fourth version of the diagnostic and statistical manual of mental disorders the you know the bible basically of yeah. of mental disorders um so and it's it's very um real to these these cultures these these groups in in native cultures so who the fuck is to say that it's not a thing if somebody is saying, it's happening in a culture I'm, af- I'm afraid that i'm going to eat someone you say okay <laughs> Like, all right, I, I believe you. Like, let's not – I don't want that to happen either. So – Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. But yeah. again, this all goes back to probably previous trauma of experiencing a, a you know, a situation where you're in a famine. Yeah. And people are cannibalizing. Or right. Or you've experienced it yourself or you've seen somebody do it. Right. So that's trauma. That's, yeah. That's real. Yeah. Um. So some First Nation communities uh, think that um, symptoms such as insatiable greed and destruction of the environment are also thought to be symptoms of the wind- of Wendigo psychosis. Huh, so okay. like as a concept itself, not like a physical like manifestation of like wanting to eat people, just like the the turning of a person who is. Those know, are the early signs. Yeah, or who's just like a you know normal person becoming yeah. like very greedy and being like I don't give a fuck about the environment anymore. Yeah, you know. Oh, yeah, but then it's like a slippery slope because then it's like, well, when are they going to start eating people? You know, like what do we need to talk to Jim? Because I mean, that's he's... always inevitably where people land with ultra wealthy people is that they eat 
children, you know. Oh, interesting. Think about that. Yeah. They at least use their body as a blood, blood bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They at least, like, take their youth. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess... Okay, so you'll tell us a little bit about a case that maybe wasn't within Native people. But the the most prominent cases, at least like the two cases that I saw cited the most um, mm-hmm. as examples of when Wendigo psychosis, were within um, indigenous uh, communities. Mm-hmm. So the first one was during the Alberta winter, Alberta, Canada, Mm-hmm. Um, the winter of 1878 and an indigenous trapper named Swift Runner and his family were starving. It was mm-hmm. a very harsh winter, specifically for the Plains Cree people. And that was the people that Swift Runner and his family were a part of. Mm-hmm. It was fucking brutal. Like it wasn't just his family that was reaching starvation. It was like a lot of the community. Yeah. And I think of like. The like Donner Party or Donner something. Party, like, yeah, that's exactly. Re- yeah, you just are cut off from everything. Yeah. Yes, like and so sad, you know. And they're like trying to hunt and stuff, but animals are hibernating. Like everything's just fucked up. And so sadly, the eldest um, member of the family succumbed to starvation. This is where I'm unclear. I couldn't find this answer. I don't know if the family ate him to survive. But Mm. it is clear that what happened next happened, which is Swift Runner killed and ate his wife and their remaining five children. Yeah. And people realize this when he came into town and he was like, yeah, my whole family's dead. They died of starvation. And he was obviously sad and happy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He was like. They're like, have you put on weight? Yeah. It's the middle of a fucking snowstorm. Yeah. And they're like, wait, where you look great. Like, where's your wife and kids? And he's like, oh, yeah, they died from starvation. And they're like, well, what? Yeah. Uh, And like, it wasn't really just a a survival thing because here's a big fucked up reveal. Him and his... <laughs> him and his family only lived 25 miles from an outpost which as a bird flies or whatever that's not that far but in the middle of fucking canadian wilderness in the winter i feel like that's far but like that's a that's that's very far that's i guess i guess the argument is like you could make it there in a couple days or whatever and like there's mm-hmm. food there was not in fucking not in like you know fucking knee-deep snow who knows uh, that's what mm. that this is what all the things say like they were only mm. 25 miles and it's like i don't know that seems like fucking far. car yeah. <laughs> they didn't have a fucking like they probably Chevy had to Tahoe. eat their horses or whatever like if they had any yeah. animals they'd already eaten them yeah so, like they were they were snowed the fucking and you know they weren't running to fucking ralph's or something here like like come I on i know i know well but, but yeah. still yeah you shouldn't eat your wife and kids if that's the case like, we, come on, man. we should just let i just really want to clear the air and make mm. very clear mm-hmm. still not acceptable to mm-hmm. eat your all your wife and all your children oh, god yeah it's fucked up yeah he like he, he, they weren't and they didn't just die of no he killed them he murdered them yeah he yeah. murdered mm-hmm. them with an axe and uh, in some cases, I think a gun. Oof. Yeah. So he obviously, like you said, the people at the outpost were like, 
huh, you're you're looking a little rounder in the face. And he was like, oh, yeah, I ate my family. And then he <laughs> so then he was um, he arrested. was arrested mm-hmm. and uh, executed at, in Fort Saskatchewan. Mm-hmm. OK, another well-known case. This one also very interesting for different reasons, but still of a similar. Uh, well, no, different. OK. The, this other case is that of Jack Fiddler. And Jack, mm-hmm. um, who was also known as Zwano Zizigu Gabal, uh, I think. Oh, my God. Who knows? But um, he, it, his name meant he who stands in the southern sky. He was a shaman of the Oji Cree people, and which is another indig- indigenous population in Canada, like, related uh, they're all related by the Algonquian, you know, language, mm-hmm. and they're nearby, but just kind of different regions. Okay. So Jack, Jack Fiddler, because that's way easier to say. Sorry. For white people, yeah. For white people, yeah. I'm a white lady. <laughs> um, I tried, though, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hopefully that counts. We don't know. Um, okay. Like his father before him, Jack was known for his ability to communicate with and expel Wendigos. Yeah, he was like a, you know, an exorcist. Yeah, yeah. Of. He's a magic man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but he was around him too much, I think. I Yeah, he might have been around him too much. Um, he, oh, this is where it gets a little hairy because in some cases, like, Maybe expelling a Wendigo was preventative, as with Jack's brother, Peter Flett, who resorted to cannibalism after an expedition when he had run out of food. So, like, he comes back. Jack's like, where's the rest of the party? He's like, in my belly. Oh. <laughs> and he, like, they're well, like, you can't you eat people. Go. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> you got a taste for it. This is the thing. Mm-hmm. This is what they believe. It's like, once you get a taste for it, you're that's all you want you know and so they're like no we got this is this is you know we it's preventative we got to make sure this doesn't happen so they killed him and then yeah that was like the only way like they thought the only way yeah yeah they're like he ate people to survive we got to kill him it's maybe it's fucked up maybe it's not who's to say um it but that means like whole i mean like the alive expedition or whatever you know the alive story like do we we should kill the people that came back because they ate people. Now they have a taste for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That doesn't seem I, fair. They have trauma. Yeah. Maybe like you just eat some bacon and to like. Yeah. And that on it. No, honestly, though, this is like what just to sorry, sidetrack you. But what? What they would do. Like sometimes if people were like, I am becoming a cannibal. I know it. I'm scared. Yeah. They would like make people drink like uh like animal fat and feed them like the fattiest parts of of uh animals like just plying them with bacon you know basically to gross them out so they become vegan probably because that is disgusting well just to like to to satiate their like you know their their urges but their fleshy urges Mm, yeah well in other they're like yeah it's human it's human bacon (laughs) yeah this is human fat why does it have chunks of bacon in it that's human bacon no no that's girl jerky yeah that's girl jerky you're fine that's good USDA, grade A, girl jerky. Uh, uh. USDV for vagina. No. Oh. <laughs> Bitch. For vulva. 
whatever. USDF uh, for flaps. I don't know. It's grade F for flaps. USD flaps. There was a flaps joke in a British baking show. There was? Yeah, like alluding to flaps as like, like a, you know, like as. I think maybe I saw it the most recent season. Uh-huh. I, think I was maybe... dying. I oh, was like, my God. Oh. That's got to be. I'm going to look for the clip after this. Yeah, it's great. Um, Okay. In um, So in other cases, people, like you said earlier, were just worried about their own feelings about wanting to nom some humans or like their family members. If their family mm-hmm. members were sick, they were like, oh, my God, are they going to eat people next? And mm-hmm. so it's noted that in some of these situations, um, Jack Jack Fiddler, mm-hmm. he quote unquote euthanized these people. Oof. Yeah, but it's a bit of a gray area for me. It's like, did these people like were they looking for more of an exorcism? And they're like, please, can you help me? Like, I feel like I want to eat mm-hmm. people, and they're looking for actual help. And then he like euthanizes them, or. Were they like, can you kill me? I want to eat people. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know what it is. But also, okay, this is uh, this is also a little sus, though, too, because it's like if families can come to Jack Fiddler and just be like, um, I think my sister wants to eat people. And it's like, do you just hate your sister? You like you're not getting along. It's like some sister bullshit. And then they're like, well, we better kill her. Like, it's like this, it's a whole fucked up thing. Yeah, very slippery slope. Very slippery slope. And it's, yeah, I don't like it. Um, Either way, in 1907, Fiddler and his brother, a different brother, Joseph, uh, who I think worked with Jack um, in, like, basically, you know, euthanizing people. (laughs) They were arrested by the Canadian authorities for murder. Um, Oh, my God. Yeah. Jack died by suicide before the trial, and then, um, while you know, Joseph was tried and he was sentenced to life in prison, and ultimately he was granted a pardon. But because the news took so long to get to him, he he like died in the three days it took to like send news of the pardon to where he was being held. He died by suicide. Oh, God, that's sad. So what sad. A terrible, tragic story. Very tragic. This, uh, th- there's an even more. Mm, yeah, an even more tragic thing, I think, or just something that like was very interesting to me because this is fascinating for a completely different reason. Like this is mm. all very interesting. But mm-hmm. so prior to the arrests of Jack and Joseph, the Plains Cree people and a lot of First Nation people in Canada were not ruled by Canadian law. They mm. were First Nations were living and operating in their own laws and customs this Mm -hmm. was one of the first they were a sovereign people they were a sovereign people they they it was kind of like we're all living here together but we'll do this over here you do that over there this Mm -hmm. was uh, one of the first times that the like canadian law was enforced on first people and wow yeah. Is and that why the pardon was eventually granted? I would think so because it wow. you could prove that it was um related to their beliefs and you know, maybe they were like, Oof. "Let's pardon him. We got to talk about this." Like, 
you know, like, let's talk yeah. about what we should do moving forward because maybe we shouldn't be killing people, but we need to find out more, you know, like, we don't know. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. So, but this was just such a very clear example to me of like, you know, obviously white people infringing on mm. like, it's just another example of like white people kind of pushing their way in and being like, well, I know you lived here first and this is your land, but uh, we've decided and, you yeah. know, not to say who's right or who's wrong, but just that it's. Like there's uh, a gray area here of, yeah. of where like what's the right thing to do because like yeah I oof yeah it's that's wild it's wild oh man um well there's an even older precedent for this that was retroactively kind of grouped <gasps> into this Wendigo psychosis oh um, this is a historical account from a very long time ago. Uh, that was, like I said, retroactively diagnosed as a Wendigo psychosis case. Mm -hmm. um, it's been reported that humans became possessed by the Wendigo spirit. Um, it was just a bunch of French missionaries, basically, who went off the deep end, it sounds like. Whoa. Now, this is translated from French uh, from a uh, missive called the Jesuit Relations which was a kind of like report that would be sent from the missionaries to France uh, oh. during the 1600s and like during the, the time of this, you know, kind of one while they were like kind of getting into Canada and colonizing it and shit. Yeah. Um, so in 1661, the Jesuit relations reported, quote, what, and like I said, this is translated, so I, it might be a little muddled. Um, okay. <clears throat> Quote, what caused us greater concern was the news that met us upon entering the lake, namely that the men deputed by our conductor for the purpose of summoning the nations to the North Sea and assigning them a rendezvous where they were to await our coming had met their death the previous winter in a very strange manner. Those poor men, according to the report given us. OK, so this is Jesuit uh, Jesuit priests or, arriving or Jesuit at this lake missionaries reporting this had happened i think to the people that they were trying to like bring like native people they were trying to bring elsewhere oh okay 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 so uh i think that's what it's saying okay the those poor men according to the report given us were seized with an ailment unknown to us but not very unusual among the people they were we were seeking they were afflicted with neither lunacy hypochondria nor frenzy but have a combination of all these specific species of disease which affects their imaginations and causes them a more than canine hunger. This makes them so ravenous for human flesh that they pounce upon women, children, and even upon men like veritable werewolves and devour, devour them voraciously without being able to appease or glut their appetite, ever seeking fresh prey, and the more greedily they, the more they eat." This ailment attacked our deputies, and as death is the sole remedy among those simple people for checking such acts of murder, they were slain in order to stay the course of their madness. Oh, okay, That's, but also, is this a story about just like how some people killed a bunch of native people and then mm -hmm. were like, oh, it's because they wanted to eat us? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Like, maybe they heard about this, like, secondhand, like, oh, yeah, there's, like, this thing yeah. that we believe. Um, like, you are that thing. 
in and they're like oh what no yeah they're like what if we just made up which we just like kill you all and make up the story they're like they were werewolves so we saved humankind like it's but see how the the werewolf like mythology is getting mixed in and muddled with this and now i'm very curious at the origins of werewolves mythology like i wonder how old that is you know and like the idea of it's very old and we've talked we talked about it with the like uh our oh the halloween monster mash a little bit Mm -hmm. yeah a little little bit bit. yeah yeah the other thing is like the taboo of eating people like how Mm -hmm. long has that been a thing it's been pretty much a taboo since like i'm gonna say modern man came about and that's like since like societies were founded do you know what i mean i feel like it's been taboo for a very long time in 99 percent of communities i mean it's like it's such it's in anthropology i you learn like there are only a couple real like uh universal taboos Mm. and it's murder and and cannibalism usually yeah um everything else is like whatever you yeah. know kind of uh but cannibalism like has practical like it, it's practically shunned be- for for reasons that like can harm us yeah like, that that disease that we, um that people uh, where was it's like i remember we did an episode on it a long that time it's ago. like that is it was like a laughing disease or something like yeah. that yeah it's yeah it's like there's like a, it, it it's like a there's like a brain worm or something that like yeah it like it destroys your brain and yeah. you eventually die from it because it's from eating people and which is to preserve the human race i mean mm-hmm. that's yeah. the reason something like that exists so that we don't eat each other and the human race is able to continue yeah <laughs> like that's why those things have evolved yeah yeah i know it's yeah. so interesting and yeah, I could see. Uh, yeah, I could just see like why, you know, people have resorted like the people of the story alive that Chilean mm-hmm. or Argent Chilean or Argentinian the soccer team. team. Yeah, that crashed in the Andes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I understand the like need to resort to cannibalism when it's like down to the wire and this is the option you Mm -hmm. know but i think i would imagine most people don't want to eat other people Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. like i mean there's just like such an innate uh repulsiveness about it that yeah it 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 is just like on a level that we can't it's so deeply ingrained not just in our you know uh like not just societally but like deeply ingrained in our like biology i think yeah so and when somebody is like actually craving human flesh whatever that means like how would you know if you've how how could you crave something that you don't necessarily have ever had before yeah but like that's like what you're fixated on you know that's terrifying well can you imagine no i can't imagine and but it begs the question if you did have human flesh for survival do is it something you want to eat again i mean that's what a horrible thing what Um, a horrible thing and then all of this stuff makes sense it's like yeah you better kill the people that ate the people because they might want to eat you know it's like if it's true 
I mean, the, the, uh, this, this mythology, this, this, uh, you know, folklore has roots in such like intense philosophical, uh, you know, debates, I guess. Like it's, it's so, um, I don't know, like, how do we, how do we like draw a line and like, uh, I guess you draw a line at eating people. (laughs) And if once you do it, it's like you become something inhuman, you basically. Dr- well, you draw a line at eating people with an asterisk unless you have crashed in a plane. Mm. Period. I guess. Yeah. Period. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know. But honestly, like, I feel like back in the, you know, the in these previous centuries, like where there's you just get cut off from the rest of the world. Yeah. In a snowstorm like the Donner Party or like these little pockets uh, of, you know, tribes in the, the, the Northeast. It's like, who the fuck knows what's happening? You know, when people get uh, cut off from everything and it's survival period. Maybe, but I guess there are places on, on this planet where hunger and starvation are a real daily threat and they're Mm -hmm. not eating people. Yeah, you know, like it's like it's interesting. Like it just makes me wonder if these things really happened the way that they've been told or if it was kind of like you said in the beginning, a way to like preserve the community from someone you saw as a potential threat, Mm -hmm. whether they ate someone who died naturally because of starvation or it was suspected that they did because the party they were with died and they somehow survived. And it was just like, we don't know what they did. And the only remedy was to kill a person. Yeah. So it's like, this is, you do this shit and this is the consequence. Like, yeah, we don't have to say that it was you, but we're going to kill you. Yeah. We will say that you're possessed by the Wendigo and the only way out is to kill you. Yeah. We might be able to save you, but probably not. Yeah. For the greater good of yeah. the people, yeah. It's well. Do you think? Do you think it existed? Like, do you think this psychosis exists or has existed? Yeah, oh. yeah I do. I do. Yeah, I, I. I think anything like this can exist if you know it's if it's drilled into your brain from you know your earliest days. Yeah, and. You are in a in a you know very altruistic society where this is like also the backbone of like your you know your community and like how you I I, I think that easily it can happen I don't know and not and I don't think that's in a bad way I think that's a a good thing it's like a, a you know a a fable to keep society like what do we what are our backstops you know the death penalty like for what like. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, we can't, like, sit here and claim that we're, like, some evolved fucking society now in 2022, the year of our Lord. <laughs> like, it's all barbaric still. Like, pr- the prison system and, and you know, the way that we, like, deal with people who have mental health issues. Like, you know, it's like we're still well not doing things on the level. Yeah. So. None of those things are actually to help the people or society 
Mm-hmm. All of those things are to profit off of people who have mental illness and or which have, is even worse. It's worse. It's so it. much worse. And but we're just like into this point now where there's like it, it's just such a mess because it, it's yeah. When you think about it, it's like we don't even have the greater good of the community as a North Star. No, we. you could argue that every person at the top of the the you know the judicial system yeah. or whatever we consider you know justice is right. a windigo <laughs> oh my god truly they're they're That's they want to eat us for they're because it makes them money you know what i mean they're the motherfucking death eaters okay? oh my god oh yeah i think when i was like reading some of the more prominent stories it like some of it just sounds like panicky. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I just think people in crisis do like hoardery weird shit, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think people that ha- get the Windigo psychosis that's maybe more modern, where it's like I'm afraid I'm gonna eat people. Not no one's done anything yet, but it's like I'm already afraid I'm gonna eat. Pe-. It's like you're mm-hmm. working yourself up into this thing that d- isn't necessary. Um, like you said, you know, it's like a mental health crisis. It's not a- it's an actual ailment. Yeah, yeah uh-huh, and they're not yeah. going to actually eat people. But but I also think in but the, they could they could, and the, I think that you would be more prone to that if you thought there was a chance you might starve, and you're already feeling the very uh, yes. painful effects of it, and you're living in these areas that are you know way out, um, very like rural and and. I don't know. You might you might give in to it potentially, but it it just sounds like something that's such a small, tiny, minuscule percentage of of like modern day worries. Yeah. So well, obviously, this like Windigo psychosis is like a, a phenomenon has like completely nearly disappeared. Yeah, yeah. Over, over like the century, the past century. That makes because sense. Because it's you know people aren't you know given this these these type of this type of folklore uh as they're not like they're not it's not being spread plus no one wants to get canceled you don't want to be caught eating people on tiktok or whatever and then it's like (laughs) look at army hammer i mean honestly (laughs) army hammer's never coming back from his cannibal he's just nor should he no yeah He's just he's just out of here. He's fucking you, Ben Wendingoed or whatever. Wendingoed. Yeah, you, <laughs> you get you get called a cannibal and your publicist quits because of it. It's a bad sign. Yeah. So never coming back. Mm-mm. Um, shit, man. That's all I got. Lots of crazy philosophical uh, ideas, and also I'll probably have nightmares. Oh my god, I won't. Uh, I don't think. Who's to say? Yeah, maybe if, if I focus on the sleep paralysis part of it. Anyway, well, all right. Well, check out our Patreon. Um, and you can join the Discord if mm-hmm. you become a patron, and that would be so fun. You could hang out with us online. It's yeah. uh, our Patreon is Patreon.com/slash/DTFUPodcast. Uh, go to all of our social medias. It's at DTFUPodcast everywhere: Insta, Facebook, TikTok twitter mm-hmm. all over 
I'll check it, it out. Um, check out Blood Hive, the podcast, if you're watching Yellow Jackets. And hey. is that yeah. it? I think that's it. That's um, it for today. You guys stay uh don't eat people. I, I feel like we've said that so many times on this podcast. Please don't eat anybody. I wouldn't think it would need to be said, but we're like, let's cover our bases. I think we just need to, you know, just yeah. for like liability purposes. Don't um, eat people. Don't eat people. Uh, stay excellent to yourselves. And each other. Bye. Bye.